definitely the best people I've met have been at events, some that I wasn't even going to bother going to. And then I left and I was like, so happy I went to that event. Welcome to episode 72 of Startup West. My name is Danelle Cross and this week it is an absolute delight to be behind the mic with our other co-host, Steve Elias. And Steve, it is great to have you here and co-hosting with Brody and myself and you this year. Thanks so much, Danelle. Awesome to be here and very much looking forward to it. Startup West podcast is all about startups, entrepreneurs and innovators who have been there and done it or are right here and doing it in sunny Western Australia. On this episode, we talk with James Flanagan, the founder and CEO of Hoverit, an e-commerce and social media platform which connects sellers to their local and global communities anywhere in the world. Hi, James, and welcome to Startup West. Fantastic to have you here today. Uh, Delighted to be here and thanks for having me. Can you tell us about what led you to starting the business? Uh, The reason it's called Hover It is because anything for sale in the media upload hovers over the picture or the video. Mm. So essentially, Hover It is an e-commerce platform with a social media look and feel, and it's been purposely designed to support local business and connect communities. Obviously, uh, it's a well-known fact that millions of businesses are struggling even more so uh, with the pandemic. And the real problem we're solving is that social media platforms and search engines, as amazing as they are, they're not designed with e-commerce in mind. Mm -hmm. So essentially, millions of businesses have websites but are getting lost on the search engines. They're on page 5, 10, 15, 20, and they have to do search engine optimization. Most people don't even understand what it is. And then millions of businesses don't have websites. So essentially, we've built a purposely built platform that looks like social media because that's what half the world uses. So humans are habitual. They like that look and feel. So we've designed an e-commerce platform with all the capabilities, with a website style offering that looks like social media. And we can keep communities of sellers together based on their locations, based on their cause, based on their community, based on their organization. And then we've backed it with a tagging system where businesses get the ability to tag their offering and their business using a customer's language. Mm. So it's really simple, but it's really effective. And, you know, we're positioned to really disrupt the e-commerce market um, as a standalone platform, but also as an extra tool in the big player sheds, you know, we can partner with them to make their offering and search better and delivery for their customers. Terrific. Terrific. And what a boon for small businesses too. I love it. So how did you set up Hover It in the first place? Well, so <laughs> I came up with the idea. I was actually sitting by the pool in Bali. Great place to Where come up with ideas. Where all good ideas come from. And uh, I'm very fortunate. Uh, my uncle Luke on my mother's side, he's been in the game for 35 years. So he's a finance and strategy in expert. He's been working with startups. Or? Yeah, across the board. Right. Um, yeah. And So he's my Mm go-to. So I essentially called him up and I said, I've got this idea. And he was like, this actually sounds really interesting. You know, obviously being a professional nephew or not, he said, put a PowerPoint together, send it over to Mm -hmm. me, I'll have a look. And then we validated that. We went and did our own research and we Mm -hmm. really thought we spotted a gap in the market. So he said, okay, the next step is, he said, let's go and build a wireframe. Let's build the app, but not build it. He's been in Singapore for the last 24 years. You get to know a lot of people. Mm. Uh, He said, get in a plane, come up to Singapore. We're going to take some people for lunch. 
in the industry that I've known for a long time and we're really going to validate whether this has got legs. That's their industry. They're at the top of the game. So we, I flew up to Singapore and showcased the offering and mm-hmm. they thought it was amazing. Uh, they met some really good introductions to other people and that's when we really knew it had legs. So quit my job and put all the cards on the table and here we are. Terrific. Well, you've already mentioned family, uh, but did you need any other injection of capital, yourself, investors, or a bit of bootstrapping along the way? Yeah, so we uh, we bootstrapped everything ourselves up to a certain point, and then we did, uh, you know, a shake the can pre-seed friends and family yes. round, uh, where we took on a small bit of capital uh, just to get us to where we are, and now we're in the midst of a, a safe round. So we're essentially uh, taking on some funding now. We've just recently launched, so obviously we'll, we want to grow the team and scale aggressively and as quickly as possible to deliver the solution on a global level. So you've just launched, James? So Yeah, so we're just launched in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been fantastic. We've uh, had some great coverage. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've been covered by multiple diff- different media outlets. I suppose the most prece- prestigious to date, apart from being on this amazing podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Seven West Media reached out a couple of weeks ago, which I couldn't believe, opened my email and they put us on the front page of the West Business section, which is, you know, the biggest paper in the state. So, mm. you know, it really goes to show how much of a solution this is to support local business. So that's been fantastic. Uh, we've also been covered by um, some media outlets in Ireland, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been on some other podcasts and some other websites. So, yeah, it's been great. And launching locally here in Western Australia first, or are you simultaneously Singapore NWA. No, so we, we we actually launched in Fremantle. Mm-hmm. So we said Fremantle first, then the world, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, a location is a location, and if it works in Fremantle or Perth, it can work in New York or London. Mm-hmm. It's just about scaling. Um, so we launched in two locations, so one here in, in Perth and Fremantle, and one in my hometown in Westport. And they liked it so much that over in Ireland, and I'm sure it's here too, they have what's called the Digital Town Awards. Now, the Digital Town Awards is essentially to showcase what has your town done to enhance digital adoption, to get the community together, to support local business. And they just saw Hover it as such a massive solution, A, for local business and B, for tourists coming Mm. into the town where they don't need to go on Google and look for lots of different things. They can just come into the town, hit the town's tag and get every business in the town and then filter down exactly what they're looking for, whether it's a vegan pub meal somewhere for the kids book a bike tour. So we've collaborated with them and they've entered us into the Digital Town Awards Mm -hmm. in Ireland. So, you know, that competition is coming to a head in a couple of months. So, you know, pending success there, or even if, you know, even if we place, we're going to get exposure to every town in the country, which could really put this on another level very, very quickly. Terrific. A global launch right from the beginning. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Can you talk us through how, how you know, what have the challenges been, particularly as you're sort of launching at the, well, let's call it the other end of the pandemic? Yeah, well, I suppose every every, every business is a struggle. Mm. And um, it's just, it, I've been very fortunate to have the right people around me. Mm. You know, I've got an amazing marketing lead, Fiona. Um, I've got my co-founder, my uncle, Luke. Uh, we have a C-suite suite e-commerce advisor, very senior in the industry in Asia, Asia Pacific and, you know, I've got a great development team. So having those people around me has, I suppose, suppressed a lot of the problems. Sure. But 
you know, I suppose reaching out to people, getting meetings, you've got to do the shoe leather work, the cold calling, you've got to break down the doors to get your first early adopters. So I suppose that's quite challenging, but if you have the right solution, it does make it a little bit easier. So yeah, all positive, really. Good. Great. And like any good business, uh, naturally you would have done your your background, your research and knowing your market. Uh, to that extent, any competitors on the scene at the moment, obviously you've got a very unique offering, mm. but uh, any competitors that are there at the moment? I don't believe so. You know, we've spotted a, a huge gap in the market. There are multiple great platforms out there that are doing pieces of what we're doing, but no one's really consolidated it all together into a one-stop shop, single offering. So for example, Shopify, amazing organization. However, if you have a website, you still have to do your own search engine optimization and, you know, who knows where you'll be placed on, on Google, you know, social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, again, amazing, making a pivot into e-commerce, but it's not really their purpose. And that's not why people are on there. And then search engines, of course, they're the the king of information, but they're not really designed. So we've essentially purposely built a platform that it's got the social media look and feel. It's got all the e-commerce mm. features. Yeah. It's got the community and the support business angle. And then we've backed it with a precision tagging system, which enables businesses to tag themselves using a customer's language. The big picture there is we will have tens and thousands, hundreds of thousands of business tags Um. I suppose, explaining how they see themselves to the customer, which then becomes data, which we can give access to, to the search engines, the other platforms to integrate, to make their offering better. So the opportunity is massive for a standalone offering for local business Mm. and on a bigger picture to help with the other platforms. Mm. And so your your development, are you working with developers here in Perth? Yeah, so I actually, um, I built the app here in Perth. Mm -hmm. I decided to do it onshore so I could go in, sit down, Mm. have a chat with the people building us, look them in the eye, see if we had any problems and, you know, all those things, which is fantastic. Um, But I've now moved away and I've built my own in-house tech team. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we have capability um, in-house for technology, marketing, finance, strategy, e-commerce. So we've got most of the boxes ticked, thankfully, but... Of course, always looking to grow and bring in the right people uh, to help us scale better. Mm, mm. And your business model, I'm interested in. So is it does it cost for businesses onto your site? No. So we're actually not going to charge for mm-hmm. probably a year. Uh, the name of the game for us is deliver the solution, help businesses uh, post-COVID, post the pandemic, and uh, you know, gain as much user acquisition as possible in terms of users and businesses, you know, buyers and sellers. Yeah. And if we do that, um, we'll grow and we'll be a success. So yeah. we're not actually charging anything. Yeah. But obviously, as an e-commerce platform down the track, uh, we will take a cut of sales. And then we'll also have other offerings, for example, partner platform, you know, affiliate marketing plans, integrations, advertising models, and so on. Right. So, James, hover it. How do I get involved? How do our listeners on Startup West get involved, get onto the platform, and start using this unique facility? Um, go to hoverit.com, hit the sign up button. Right. And create an account as either a buyer or a seller in a couple of minutes. We've got some user videos on there, which are only a minute or two long. So, you can go in, you can see the whole process. 
it's a one-stop shop for businesses. We've enabled Stripe as our payment partner. So, you know, everything is taken care of. They can manage their products. They can do local pickup and they don't need to worry about anything. Just jump on and let us do the rest. Sensational. And a shout out to the Startup West podcast sponsors. The Startup West podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support from Space Cubed, Curtin University, RSM, the City of Perth, Dinner Twist and TechOn. Okay, James, so can we take you back through your career um, starting from your schooling? So we were born and raised in Westport in Ireland. Can you talk us through your sort of entrepreneurial spirit perhaps from that early age? Yes. So I uh, grew up in the west of Ireland, beautiful little town called Westport. Mm. It's a great tourist spot. And I did a lot of traveling in my younger years. So when I was 18, I went to South America doing charity work, building houses and that sort of a thing. And I lived in France for a while and London and different places. And I've always been an ideas person, mm. you know, that guy in the pub, I have an idea, I have an idea, <laughs> I have an idea. And, um, you know, I've been in Australia for 12, 12, 13 years. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my career has been in actually the construction industry. I worked in mining. I worked in oil and gas. So I worked on the platforms, the FPSOs, the vessels. I've worked as a rigger, scaffolder, commercial diver. But I've always been in touch with my uncle, Luke, who's my, my co-founder. Mm. And he's always been pulling me in, I suppose, to the corporate life because he always believed that I had that bit of magic dust, mm. as he calls it, <laughs> and he's always been trying to mentor me. So essentially, I finally decided to take off the overalls and put the suit on, and I went and got three years corporate experience in business development and sales for an Irish company, Sonru, who pioneered video interviewing, and I worked for them in Perth. I did a year for them in Melbourne, and I was flying up and down, doing work in Singapore and Malaysia, and... Um, then I decided to do hover it. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! That's a great story. So, quite yeah, a, c- a couple of big pivots, um, and I suppose in between, in the younger years, there was working behind the bar and you know shoveling concrete and labouring and yeah. all that sort of stuff. All important skills for yes. staff. Oh, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, certainly teaches you. And, and look, you a uh, bit of grit. your your first generally what happens your your first uh, education or degree gets you your first job. And then we tend to pivot into other areas or, or different mm. career directions. So I guess your first few subjects at school, which you really took to, and then leading from there, where did you go to in terms of tertiary education? Yeah. Well, you know, not to make anything up and be completely honest, I wasn't, well, I, I was quite academic, but it wasn't really for me, which is probably why I left school and went traveling into the university of life. Mm. And um, so I never actually went to university, which I suppose is a good thing for other founders to hear. You don't have to have a degree or a diploma. If you believe in something enough and you do the research, you can do anything. I believe the most important thing in any startup or any business is to get a mentor, you know, buy one, rob one, steal one, (laughs) do whatever you can. I was just fortunate enough that my uncle took me under his wing and believed in me. And, you know, so I essentially went to the University of Luke (laughs) as opposed to a normal university. So I think that's the most important factor for anyone doing a startup. Um, You don't have to go to university. Mm. You know, some of the best people in the world who created the most amazing things never went, but 
if you get the right people around you who believe in you and you can learn from them, well then, I suppose, in my opinion, that's as good. Mm. So what brought you to Sunny WA? Well, you know, I had a very good friend of mine, Tommy, one of my best friends, and he was always, you know, come out to Australia, come out to Australia. So my girlfriend and I at the time broke up and I'd applied for a work holiday visa. And it lasts a year. You have a year to use it. And I remember it was down to 36 hours. And he was like, you're not really going to let that run out, are you? And I was actually working in a bar at the time. And um, my boss was like, you're going. And we got the computer out, bought my ticket, went home, got my bag, went to the airport Mm. and flew to Perth. Tommy picked me up, put a mattress on the floor of his bedroom. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah, we are. Lucky Perth. Yeah. So thanks to Tommy. <laughs> thanks, Tommy. Hope you're listening, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, so based on your time and experience in Perth, what advice would you give to Perth startups? Um, definitely, as I mentioned, try and get some mentorship mm. early on. Yeah. Um, you know, Perth is a small place, but there is a great community, you know, the likes of Charlie. And even last week I went to an event and, I met a couple of people who I didn't even know existed, but they're very prevalent in the startup scene. So I suppose really network in your area of interest, you know, get on LinkedIn, meetup.com, you know, find out the who's who, come to the events. And definitely the best people I've met have been at events, some that I wasn't even going to bother going to. And then I left and I was like, I'm so happy I went to that event. I met A, B or C. So Definitely networking as much as possible, get a mentor and don't try and cut any corners at the beginning, especially in terms of the legal stuff, you know, get it all right. Mm -hmm. Contracts, if you have to spend a few quid, you know, do it because it'll stand in the long term. Yeah. Yeah. An important lesson there. So you've spoken quite a bit about Uncle Luke. Mm. So I just wanted to ask you a bit about your relationship and how, you know, how that's and how and why that's working so well, perhaps the secret sauce to that other founders could um, learn from? Well, yeah, I suppose um, I've brought up a couple of times about having a mentor, mm. obviously because it's worked so well for me. And um, yeah, we work well together. I obviously respect him a lot. He's a lot more experienced than me. And he's always taught me and guided me that in anything you do, you know, look for people better than you. Um, that's the secret to success. Uh, find people who believe in the same thing you do. And yeah, I suppose having him on board as someone that's been around the block nine or 10 times and before I put my foot in the pothole, he kind of grabs me by the, the shirt and doesn't let me fall <laughs> in it. Um, so yeah, that's that's been fantastic. Mm. I've been very fortunate. And Uncle Luke is local or is he back in Ireland? He's based in Singapore. Oh, okay. He's been there for 24 years. Yeah, he's w- worked all around the world, so. It's a nice little getaway for me. Well, it was. I used to be able to nip up all the time. Yes. And um, But hopefully I'll get back up there in the next hopefully couple soon. of months. Yeah. So in your time um, in the startup scene in Perth, mm. is there anyone, um, a, a person or a business that you admire in the WA startup scene? Um, well, I suppose I admire all the small businesses doing it tough, you mm. know. I've been walking around Fremantle and Perth just having coffees, going into little, you know, cafes and different businesses talking and people definitely are struggling Mm. and there's a massive need for something like we're offering. Mm. And that's, and you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, I can't wait till it really gets off the ground. This is exactly what we need. Finally, a platform where we can all support each other, 
local business and tourists coming in. So I really admire all the businesses that are doing mm. it tough. Everyone's taken a huge hit. And um, yeah, a lot of a lot of other success stories around, you know, recently, if you look at Rugenic, who's actually one of our first early adopters, mm. they just signed up for Hover It. They just did a massive funding round on Birchill. You know, there's a great team there and they're very successful. So yeah, following companies like that and their lead and their ambition. So that's great. Yeah, here, here. I agree. I think I'm looking forward to the next round, Danielle, the quick fire rapid we round do it? with Let's with do James. it. Are you ready, James? Are Ooh, you ready? I don't know. Am I? Let's okay. go. Are you going to kick us off, Steve? Absolutely. What's the single most important factor that makes a successful startup? People. If you were to wave your magic wand over the local startup scene and what would you wish into being or wish away? Um. Look, it's a great place here. I think looking at other places where they have a startup scene and looking at models that work. So, for example, if you look at Singapore, the access and the support and the grant level, you know, all those sorts of things are just amazing that they Mm -hmm. have access to. Um, So, you know, it would be great if there was more of that here. But there is more of that here and there's, there's a lot more things being spoken about recently and that are being brought out. So I definitely think they're on that track. But Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose it would be nice if there was just more availability and help. Uh, you mentioned that one of the most important factors is people. Is there someone that you admire in the local scene, tech scene, a company, person? Um, well, I suppose I definitely, you know, mentioned Charlie. Yes. Um, anyone that meets him, you know, he gives his number, he gives his card. He's very good with his time. You know, I don't know him very well. I just met him at an event and he's being open to help and connect. And so, yeah, Charlie's definitely a, a big figure in the community. Uncle Charlie, I believe they call him. <laughs> you, don't, uh, you, you, do, you don't get a name like that for nothing. No, we so, all love yeah. Charlie. He's uh, always evergreen. Yeah, <laughs> Shout definitely. out to you, Uncle Charlie. Yeah. Um, so, James, how can anybody listening help you right now? Well, I suppose reversing that question, if I can help anyone else, you know, if there's uh, some businesses that, don't have a storefront or that have a storefront or it's not working, if they'd like to explore new options, if they'd like to reach out to me, you know, they can get me on james at hoverit.com. They can just send me an email and I'd love to help and support. We're obviously doing a funding round. So if there's any investors or people that Mm -hmm. feel they can help connect to people interested in e-commerce, supporting local, connecting communities, in that sort of sector, happy to have a chat. And I guess just an extension of that question, which is really going away from our rapid fire a little bit, but your next sort of your next runway, what, what, what's the plans, immediate plans for now to really expand Hover It? Yeah, so the plans are to focus on a couple of our unique selling points, which is our tagging system. So we've created a verified tagging system to keep organisations and their members together securely on a single platform where they can support each other, support their cause, and sell their products and services. Whether that be cruelty-free makeup, slave-free clothing, buying local products, any organization with a member base. For example, if we were to take the local government member base here, Buy West, Eat Best, they have members. We can create a community for them Mm. on the platform, and all the local user has to do is come along hit the Buy West, Eat Best tag, and they know that they're going to find members on there that have been verified that are selling local products. So we're going to focus on the organizations, giving them that solution, and then 
supporting the locations like Fremantle, like Westport, like Perth, mm. and essentially expanding and expanding into different locations and different organizations. And that will give us, you know, hopefully uh, market traction across multiple industries, retail, cosmetics, food, and so on. And of course, just one other thing, um, you know, the plan since conception has always been to, to partner with some of the big platforms and I know how popular this podcast is. So <laughs> Shopify and Google, if you're listening, well, add me on listening. LinkedIn, yeah, absolutely. Oh, get listening. in touch, get in touch. <laughs> uh, I guess to finish off, James, uh, shifting away from business, obviously we're all people and uh, personable as well. Um, what do you do to get away from it all? Just to shut off, relax, recoup, any little good getaways or hideaways that uh, that you do through the year? Um. You know, uh, we've got a, a great puppy. His name is Paddy Chunk. He was born yep. on St. Patrick's Day. My partner found him. He's a rescue dog. So, you know, take my dog out for a run down the beach, go for a pint of Guinness in my local Clancy's down in Fremantle. Paddy normally comes. He's a bit of a celebrity. And, um, yeah, like to go for an odd hike, walk, and uh, a few trips down south, exploring the WA region a bit more since, since covid Awesome. That's great. Thank you, James. We would absolutely like to wish you all the very best for the future. And I know I'll be leaving and uh, logging on to hoverit.com and signing up. I just love that it's um, supporting lots of our small businesses at a time when they really need it the most. So thank you very much. Um, It's been terrific to hear more about your story. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Thanks kindly, James. Thank you. And thank you to our sponsors. The Startup West podcast is produced by Startup News and is made possible by the support from Space Cubed, Curtin University, RSM, the City of Perth, Dinner Twist and TechOn. We recorded this podcast at Rift Podcast Studios in beautiful downtown Perth, Western Australia. Don't forget to subscribe to Startup West on your favourite pod platform so our latest episodes appear in your feed. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you.